Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Intech Lectural. We are back. Shady's back. Back again. Talking about mum spaghetti, knees weak, arms heavy. Episode 8. WWW. World Wide Web. Sorry. WWW dot. To be correct. Subdomain. World Wide Web. I'm Louis, and I'm joined with my co host, Emmanuel. And we are back. Welcome. I think there's vomit on my swear. What? I think there's vomit on my swear. Um, so what, what, what have we got in store today? Do you want to do a roundup? Should I do a roundup? We're going to do a little, a quick, quick news because we have, a, a, what would you call it? We're going to educate you guys on key terminologies, key words, key fundamentals when it comes to the internet and how it's built, made up and configured. Yeah, you remember in episode zero when we said we we will do like teaching ones as well. This is one of them. We're we're coming yeah. through. We're 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 sticking to our word. Each one, teach one. Each this one, is the teach one. one. Like... You've heard that phrase before, right? Yeah, but just gonna ignore it. Why, why are you gonna ignore it? Anyway, what we got before we teach some people some stuff though. We got um so. We got quick Italy. news. Quick news. Italy. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> what about Italy? Italia. Twenty percent of Italians apparently have stopped using social media in the last year. Can you believe it, Louis? Yeah, I can. Oh, you can? Why can't you? Yeah, social media is crap. It's not worth it. I mean, yeah, it depends on who you ask. If you're like a brand, a company, or hey, what's the, what do they call them? Influencer, it's very valuable. <laughs> Influencer, that it sounds like a wet spaghetti. <laughs> I said wet spaghetti. Influencer. Every time I hear the word influencer, I literally just picture like a plate of like spaghetti, spaghetti that's been doused in water. Uh, I said, wait, maybe I don't understand. Is this a euphemism for something or? Yeah, it's just the picture. Like you don't eat water? wet spaghetti, right? So I just picture them being wet spaghetti. You just look at it like, right. what, what is this? So if you're if you're a wet spaghetti influencer, it's useful. But for most people, they use it for entertainment or just to you know, pass the day, talk to their friends and whatnot. Memes. And uh, the the nation of Italy has seen a drop off, twenty two percent in a in a whole year. And you know, it's for certain things such as like privacy concerns, fake news, and you know, people owning smartphones and, and their apps, and it's just like, it's too much. And they're just, yeah, they're, they're sick and tired of it. They want to talk to people. They want to go back to how it is. They want to trust that the information isn't being misused. So there you go. And I think, I think it's not just Italy. I don't know what the numbers are for everywhere else. Because that news was from arts, culture, and style. But I'm pretty sure if you look around, it's probably a drop off in the whole, in the whole world. See. Isn't that Spanish? <laughs> no, C is yes in Italian as well. C. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's ciao? Hello. Or goodbye. The informal version. Wait, okay. What's, um... So ciao bella means what? Hello, beautiful. Oh, so that's why she called me that. <laughs> oh, we're getting into a different, uh, <laughs> different type of podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Apple. What did Apple do? Not Apple themselves. It's what's happening to Apple. Apple employees 
um, are using Android phones, banner, to communicate about forming a union. So, they are trying to plan and form a union, but they don't want Apple themselves snooping on it because of using Apple devices by Apple. They say they don't use your data, but we all know that's complete doo-doo. Um, it's just ironic, right? It's it's mad that it has to come to something like that. Would you agree? Like, you can't even use the company you represents devices because of what you're trying to do would be snooped on and shut down before you can even do it. I think, yes, you're right. But also at the same time, it's like, how often do you have a company that uses or creates hardware that people use on a daily basis that you're trying to unionize against? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to unionize against Amazon, you don't need to use different applications or different phones, whereas, like, Apple do make phones. So as, as an employee, you have, like, less trust in, hey, maybe I am being... Although, technically, there should be the best encryption and the best privacy of a smartphone in the world. <laughs> but if you're an employee there, you're like, eh, I'll take my chances with this other phone. Because, yeah. But yeah, it's how it crumbles. You, you have to make sure that, you know, you're, you're private and you're to, able to talk and liaise and unionize in peace. Otherwise, it would it'd crumble. So... Shout out to them. Use use other phones. Use Android phones. I always see like marketing companies as well, especially ones for for Android like phones or what was that company? Is it Huawei? There's like a Huawei like <laughs> company that made a tweet about like buy our new phone, and then it's it at the bottom on Twitter you can like put or it it can like um stamp on what phone it was tweeted from, and it was like tweeted from iPhone, and it was like a Huawei Mate Pro like advert. And it's just like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, surely you're smarter than that. But yeah. I mean, you don't have to use what you're... You don't, but it like, doesn't look good. Like all the people yeah. doing the McDonald's campaigns, right? For their ads and all their like different burgers and whatever crap, right? How many of those people do you think actually eat it? I don't know. Maybe they get like free McDonald's. So probably they do. Also, it's funny you say that because I know a few friends that work for Subway and you think a lot of people do avoid foods that they work with because one, it's just like you work with it every day. So it's kind of like you don't want to, you see it, it often enough, you don't want to like eat it as well. You see some stuff there. Get... Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but sometimes you find like people that are like, actually, you know what? If you get this burger, trust me. Don't. No, no, no. Like it's good. Oh, okay. So what, you know what I mean? So they also know what's best. So there's also that flip side of don't don't get this, get this. So where are we going with this? <laughs> this so, what, what we've learned, ladies and gentlemen, is Manny is more optimistic and I'm more pessimistic. I think if you listen to any of our previous <laughs> podcasts, this has been the case. You know that we're both crackers. Me, both I crackers. think me more so, but anyway. Or maybe I've just not opened up enough. Maybe I just played devil's advocate. Maybe I'm done with the crackers that you are. But you know we've got to keep a balanced argument. How I think we're that? equal quackers. Just yeah. Anyway, quackers, 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 Stop it. Um, What's the third one? We have phone. we have a third quick news. Quick news, quick. It's meant to be quick. Yeah. Steam Deck. They yes. released 
not released released but released something which is certain a few devices to select individuals kind of like a beta what do you call it because you, you bought no, one, right? it's, you one. it's not a beta so um beta. the steam deck which we will probably do a whole episode on it at some point i'm buying one so wait let me give what's you like an honest review huh what's a steam deck to people that don't know Steam Deck is, uh, think of like a Nintendo Switch, think of like an Xbox, think of like a PlayStation, think of your PC gamers out there using your PC, amalgamate them all into one handheld device that puts you as the user at the forefront of anything and everything that you do with not open source, but like the ability to do whatever you want with mid-level consumer grade hardware for a ridiculously cheap price at the same time Wait, how much is it um i think the base model is like 299 or 399 dollars do you use as what sorry say affordable yeah so that so how much is a switch uh-huh how much is a switch uh i think like 200 quid so back then. <laughs> but hang on hang on the, the difference is though um this is what i was going to say it's it's a platform so it's not just time to Steam OS. Sorry, it's not just tied to Steam OS. It's not just you only can play games that Valve have created. You can play any game you want. The operating system, you can install Windows on this. It's basically a computer. Gotcha. gotcha. So, like, the Nintendo Switch, you can't do that. Yeah. You, you don't have a touchscreen, touchpads, um, uh, joystick, and a D-pad, and then multiple triggers on the back. Gotcha. So you get more bang for your buck. You're basically getting a mini computer. Yeah. That has got some mad specs. Mobile gaming PC. Yeah. Um, It's a mobile gaming PC. There you go. Well, it's not a mobile gaming PC. I don't know the word. There's a word for it, but yeah, it's it's mad. I would. Mobile gaming um, PC. Yeah. Anyway, they've uh, they've had it in like you could pre pre order it for like what over a year now, Um, and they've started shipping out models to consumers today, as of today, like twenty eighth of Feb. Um, so some people start, some consumers will start getting their first models, but there's been review models out there with like uh, YouTubers and stuff like that. So you, there's loads of information out there. Um, Wait, I'm a YouTuber. I have like 300 followers. Where's mine? We did you ask Val for one? Damn it! Sounds like a you problem, bro. Um, but yeah, more coming on that soon. Madness, completely changing the game, and there's many reasons. I won't get into it because it's meant to be quick news. But yeah, look out for that. M G P C What? Mobile gaming PC. Nah. It's gonna catch on Louis. There's nothing you can do about it. Get it trending guys. MGPC hashtag <laughs> end recording. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the quick news. Uh you know, people are not using social media anymore in Italy. Um uh, Apple employees are using Android phones to communicate about forming a union. And the Steam Deck is on the verge of being released, but it's kind of released, but not really, but kind of but it's out but it's not we're gonna Consum- find that more models are going to consumer as of today and they'll probably get in the next couple of days so it's out so Sorry. stay tuned, tuned. the mgpc is here yes that's quick news and now we go into our segment key internet terms do it http and https what are they http stands for hypertext transfer protocol and the S in HTTPS stands for secure. It's the same concept, just one secure. Why is it more secure, you ask? Well, secure uses SSL, which is secure <laughs> socket layer, or 
transport layer security, which is TLS. So if you've ever heard of SSL and TLS, that's what those are. They're protocols for encryption. TLS is becoming more widely the standard of HTTPS, and most SSL certificates support both SSL and TLS protocols. TLS is more modern nowadays, and SSL is kind of depreciating and being phased out as people are using, not people, everyone, I guess, in this day and age, starting to use TLS more often. And Louis, would you like to give us a little rundown of the process of HTTP and how that request works? Yeah. Um, when when was SSL deprecated? Was it 2015? SSL 3.0 was deprecated. I think I know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, will, I would hedge a bet 2015, 2016, it was deprecated. And then TLS, like 1.2, 1. sorry, 1.1, 1. 1.2, 1. 1.3 is like the go-to now. Hopefully you should be using that if you can, but neither of us was. Anyway, so HTTP, right? You're like, well, what is this? Why, why, why do I care about what this is? Well, when you go using your browser, whatever, of your flavor, um, we'll mention any names because that's, it's going to say propaganda. It's advertisement for them. We won't do that. So when you go to your browser, you type in a URL like um, anchor.fm for such intellectual. Your browser sends a HTTPS, hopefully, request to the actual server itself. The server then um, processes your request if it's uh, authenticated, if it allows you, gets the correct resources, um, does it server-side processing, that's what that's called. Um, then the server then sends that response in the form of a HTML document. So HTML is hypertext markup language. Um, it's an XML format. Uh, that response is then sent to your browser uh, alongside other resources like CSS, which is cascade and style sheets. So that's the thing that makes the browser uh, response to the HTML page look pretty. So it's the colors and formatting and stuff uh, alongside JavaScript which is something that allows the functionality for the page not to come alive, but to do processing, like you click a button, it will say submit a form or something like that. Um, all of that's bundled and sent back and the browser renders the HTML, uh, the CSS and the JavaScript. Um, and that is the web page, the, the fancy colors and graphics and whatever that you get. That, in a nutshell, is HTTP, HTTPS. So you covered HTTP. I keep hearing about HTTP three. What yeah. the hell is that? Zoom, zoom. Um, so, like as you mentioned about uh, SSL and TLS, they're like different protocols for encryption. Uh, HTTP has different standards. Um, where HTTP one, so the OG boy, so to speak, uh, edition of HTTP, um, would only allow a request for one file at a time. HTTP2 built upon that, and that protocol um, introduced multiplexing. So it allowed a client to request those, send, say, 10 files at the same time um, in parallel um, over one single TCP connection. So asynchronously, um, it is what the World Wide Web is using now, like the like. The majority of things is using it. I think HTTP one, you can't use it. I, I genuinely think it's been like fully deprecated at the moment. I'm not too sure, but everything's using HTTP two at the moment. Um, that now leads on to HTTP three, which introduces the true concept of multiplexing, <laughs> which I won't get into what is and isn't 
the true concept of multiplexing in HTTP2 and HTTP3 because that can be a whole discussion in itself. Um, but HTTP3 doesn't use TCP. Uh, it now uses a, a new uh, protocol called QUIC. So that's Q-U-I-C, um, which is meant to be a general purpose uh, transport protocol, which creates, how would I describe this, like a series of stateful streams over UDP. Uh, I've probably like gone straight over the head of half the people listening to this, but uh, <laughs> you follow me, Manny? I am. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm going to summarize it. <laughs> yeah, you are going to summarize it, um, which... The true true concept of multiplexing will increase the speeds even further than what HTTP one to HTTP two did. So from HTTP two to HTTP three, it might not be show stopping. It might be like, oh crap, this is the newer thing. But building upon that to make an even more reliable, efficient use of single connections um, as the digital age is going can be very beneficial. Yeah, HTTP three makes things faster, especially. If you're far away, so you won't notice any drop-offs, especially in like pack, like ping, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not fully here yet, but it's, it's they're making the, the RFC. Is it a committee? Like how, who who are they? Like what do anyone anyone in the world? So everybody is it? So would you wouldn't class as open source? Would you? No, because it's not like a software. Um, it's like a document that describes a protocol or an implementation. Gotcha. So like wiring standards. Um, networking protocols, blah blah blah. Moving on, DNS, which stands for Domain Name Server, as Louis mentioned, if you have a web address such as anchor.fm/intellectual, you should you should go to that if you haven't already. Yeah, check it out. Subscribe as well. You know, don't know who they are. Listen to all the podcasts, etc. Awesome. etc. Et so if you have a web address such as that, you request that site, which means that you type it into your browser, click enter. And the DNS server or the DNS. I guess it's just DNS. I always say DNS server. People say DNS server all the time, but the S means server. So you're saying DNS server server. Wait, is it service? Domain name service. Domain name system. What? The the, the, the it's a system. Yeah, it's system. So it, it runs on a DNS server. DNS server. Right. Yeah. So DNS correction well, stands for domain name system. Domain name system. And that's what responds to the IP. <laughs> What's an IP? Or every, it doesn't matter. Every web address you type into the internet or into the web browser has an IP. And the DNS connects the two. So if you, if you're a browser and you make a connection, the underlying server links the two. So you can access websites via the web address that you're given, such as youtube.com. Or if you know the youtube.com's IP address, you can type that in. <clears throat> and the DNS system or DNS server puts the two together and makes sure you're matched accordingly. So big brain would be like, well, my DNS server that I'm connecting to, how does that know every single website in the world? Doesn't. It works on a hierarchy structure. Um, so you connect in Joe Blogs at home, you've got an ISP, so internet service provider. So you're with, call them company X, I'm not giving anyone any shout out, they don't pay us any money. Um, you work with comp- you, you pay company X for internet connection. Um, you want to go to youtube.com say um your the device that you're on will use typically if you haven't changed it your router um as 
it'll go to it and say, hey, look, I want this address. Have you seen it before? Give me the IP for it. If that doesn't know um, what that address would resolve to, or maybe it's changed or it's come become stale, that will then go to the next level, which would be, say, um, some infrastructure in your ISP, which they might have different uh, exchanges. So where it's all physically connected in the world, um, and they might have different layers of DNS. But then if the DNS doesn't know, they might go to a higher level um, DNS. I can't remember what the word is, but like, say there's essentially like a DNS for like a whole um, a whole city and then maybe a country and then maybe a continent. So like you can keep pointing to higher level DNSs or to other DNSs spread that. And then eventually someone will be like, yeah, I've got the IP for YouTube. Here you go, here you go. And then your, um, your browser itself will know how to make that TCP connection to it. There you have it, DNS. <laughs> yeah, DNS. What's the what's the next thing? Um, so I, I touched on routers, um, which I won't get into the concept of a router, but you may have heard of um, DHCP, which is the Dynamic Host Configuration Protocol. Uh, so when you pay for internet or you have a connection, you have one public-facing IP, um, but say you've got 50 devices in your house that connects to the internet, you can't give 50 devices in your house a, a public-facing IP because there's not that many IP addresses in the world, which we'll come on to afterwards and the, the difference between that and the different versions. So what DHCP does is it configures and distributes the IPs within your network um, as well as other configuration for stuff like the default gateway, subnet masks, and the DNS information, as we've just said. That's DHCP in a nutshell. I talked about uh, networks and like your, your home network. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Manny, who's going to describe what a VPN is. You want to take it away, mate? VPN? How does a VPN? Oh, it's a virtual private network. And this <laughs> is an encrypted connection over the internet. And it works pretty much by connecting or creating, sorry, a tunnel from your device to the server, which in turn hides your IP, which is your physical location, and your network traffic. So to your ISP, ISP is another key term, your internet service provider, such as like BT, Virgin, Sky, you know, the one that you get for your router, or home hubs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They can't see where you're sitting, so your home, and they might think that you might be in France, so you, got, you can change your location to anywhere else in the world. And they also can't see what you're doing, when you're doing it, and how you're doing it. And so basically, no one should be able to know where you are, who you are, or what you're doing. And this can be set to any device, so your laptop, PC, heck, console, mobile. You can download applications and packages and stuff from any there's loads of companies now that do vpns so you've probably heard of nold vpn wireguard etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera. they're all dandy some come at costs most of them do actually i'm pretty sure louis does all of them is there free vpns like good ones you can get free vpns what what they usually charge is is like how much bandwidth you get so yeah. you might get slow bandwidth on the vpn but it's free but then you can pay for certain versions which gives you your true internet speed um obviously you can't get true internet speed for a VPN because you're still routing your traffic to a different server and it's coming out a different end, so you still have to have that connection. You just one additional network hop. 
Exactly. And back to the point of you can change what country it seems you're in. This is how certain people get access to American Netflix when they're in the UK or <gasps> Japanese Netflix when they're in China, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So having a VPN installed onto it, whatever device you're on, can also make it look like you're there. So if you can use applications or websites or services as if you're in those countries. So that's a little, little point there. And all of that, as we mentioned, hiding IPs and changing where it is. What's an IP, Louis? Don't know. Intellectual property? I have to find out. Um, <laughs> intellectual property. Um, IP stands for Internet Protocol. Uh, so we talked about it a lot. And it it's what you use to connect to servers. It's what servers have tied to them, their network interfaces, to know where they should be accepting uh, traffic from. So we've covered DNS servers. So double check the main name system servers that right again um so you might go to have i been pwned.com which is a great website you put your email address in you can see if you've been included in any data dumps that people have been hacking and stuff would recommend that um you type in have i been pwned.com the dns gives you the ip and then the device you're connecting from to be a browser or ssh whatever you're doing um then knows to make a tcb connection to that um IPv, so IP, IPs have two different uh, versions, I guess. Yeah, versions. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it is a version, but like at the same time, I'm like, it's a standard. True. So like, although it's like version four and version six, it's IPv4 is one standard, IPv6 another standard. Yeah. Um, so I don't know where the buck lies in how you would refer to it, but I'd just say versions. So IP is the thing, two different versions, IPv ipv4 and ipv6 so ipv4 is numerical dot notation uh, which is like i said earlier like 10.1.22.167 so it's 32 bit you have 8 bit octets 4 octets i said that right 4 octets yeah 4 is 32 um and then ipv6 is get this right alphanumeric hexadecimal notation so alphanumeric is all the letters in the alphabet plus all of the numbers. So A to Z, zero to nine. And then hexadecimal is a, let me get this right. It's base 16. So it's a, it's a representation of the point system using base 16, which I won't get into the specifics of. A lot of the math people out there might know what hexadecimal is and blah 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 look it up recommend it might be a nice little knowledge nugget for 10 minutes um but with that ipv6 then has uh 128 bit so with 128 bit as you can imagine the address of it is longer so a full ipv6 ipv6 address might be something along the lines of 6789 colon a b c d colon one two three colon e f nine eight colon three two one f colon no it's not colon is that colon the yes. two dots yes, a co- yeah jesus yeah. i had a brain fart where they get to uh, and then like e d c b colon a f t one you missed the four and the one two three so you just had a three, uh, anyway 128 yeah, bit so 32 like numbers 
and letters, it's IPv6. If you just see numbers, it's IPv4. Yeah, so it's 32, um, 32 characters with the the amount of colons, and then obviously um, it goes up to 255, so 3, 6, 9, 12, up to 12 characters, up to 12 digits long Three. would be IPv4. Anyway, my I digress. You can just Google IPv versus IP, IPv4 versus IPv6, and it'll tell you. Getting back to the actual specifics of it, um, V4 is running out. Um, so V4 <sighs> has been in, yeah, it's running out, right? Uh, space. It's going to stay. It's going stale. It's going moldy. No. Um, so V4 was. No, it's it was, like you have too much bread in your bread bin, and you need a bigger bread bin. I guess, but w- yeah. but V4 and V6 is changing the bread. Yes. But you can hold more bread now. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite bread? Tiger. Not yours. Mine has to be a salad. I, I prefer. Um, is it bloomer with cranberries and cashew nuts and raisins or sultanas? That's what? the best. Mad. Yeah, yeah, from Tesco. Oh, you fancy? Um, mine salad. That's my salad. Game is crazy. Don't don't even add me. We we have to talk about food at some point. That would be a great topic. Um. Yeah, come back to the point in itself. Um, so IPv4 is is running out. Um, what we mean by running out is v4 and v6 both have a finite amount of addresses, um, but v6 has a ridiculous amount more addresses than what uh, v4 does. So v6 is 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 a standard. It's in. It's been there. So was it v4 first was like introduced in like I think 1975. And I believe V6 was introduced in 95, so 1995. Um, really? Yeah, 1995. It was introduced then, um, but it became a standard, I think, in right, 20... right, right. 2017 when like the RFC was like, hey, look, this is, this is agreed. This is high enough. This is now the protocol, I believe. Um, I might have got that a little bit wrong, but we'll find out. V4 is running out, like we said. V6 is becoming the adoption. It is up for adoption. People are starting to use it and you'll see it more and more. Um, V4 has 4.3 billion addresses because it's 32-bit, um, where V6 is 128-bit, so it allows for, this may or may not be right, 340 trillion, trillion, trillion IP addresses. Um which the actual notation is 3.4 times 10 to the power of 38 to just a few, Um, which the other thing that comes with V4 and V6 is with V4, you have to have the DHCP because there's no auto configuration. Whereas with V6, there is the ability and it supports uh, auto configuration. So like you can start to then simplify some of your network um how some of the underlying implementations work is above my head and i deal with networks and all sorts of stuff on a daily basis so uh yeah speaking of networks all right i'm gonna let manny drop a, a little acronym for you well a couple of acronyms and we'll see if you understand any of them lan man and when? <laughs> what do they all mean? 
give you we need a countdown like countdown 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 you know dun, 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 10 dun, seconds dun. should i just count down 10 wait is that copyright it's countdown yeah it can't do that damn they'll fire anyway us. no they won't fire us we're not even over them we're one of them sue us <laughs> i'll go i'll talk about land a land you've probably heard of is a local area network and that's a small geographical network such as your home office or school school <laughs> school ski <laughs> Oh, I love that. What's it? What's a man, Louis? A man is it's a man's world. Oh no! What is that song? It's a man's world. <laughs> yeah, but who? By who? Ah, oh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> not Bobby Brown. Davis. That's <laughs> no, not Davis. It's a man's, 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 man's world. I keep getting fixed uh, mixed up with like Lamar. Um, what, what you, no, it's like in the sixties, bro. James yeah, Brown. I know. James Brown, James Brown. You know when you when the way you were singing it was reminding me of um, not did, uh, he, did he write it though? No, Lamar. What was the song? Lamar. Song? I was right. It was the sixties. Oh my gee! Listen, don't talk about music, bro. Lamar. I did, I did think of Sammy Davis Jr. Ah, yeah. Cool. I also thought Otis Redding, but it wasn't. It's James Brown. It's James Brown. Nice, but and see, look, James we do all sorts here. James Brown did the moonwalk first, by the way. Did what? The moonwalk. Yeah, I think that's true. Michael Jackson started from it. <sighs> Controversial. Um, but a man, uh, a metropolitan area network. So it's something along the lines of it's bigger than a land in terms of geographic geographical size, uh, such as like a city or it's a larger area that contains multiple lands. Um, so imagine like a a a mind diagram or like a a star a star topology you have the man in the middle and then you have all the lands connecting to it which then gets even more bonkers you want to tell me what a WAN is mate a wide area network and that's the larger geographical region such as the whole world wait 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 this Um, sorry WAN go 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 (laughs) wide area network which is a larger geographical region such as the whole world and this can be composed of multiple mans and multiple lands together. And it's not tied single location, unlike the other two. So it's the in-between and the be-all, end-all, <laughs> everywhere. Hence wide. It's very wide. Very wide. I mean, wide. like, you remember how I said earlier about DNS, like, you would go up the food chain, so to speak, of the hierarchy to go to the next level uh, of the DNS to then go to the next level. You, it's kind of I like remember, yes. Yeah, it's kind of like jumping up the up from a land to the man to the wan. Um, it would do that in its hierarchy to go get that information. Yeah, that's 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 the run through. Next time we'll do this again, and we'll, we'll do more. Like you said, routers, switches, managed switches, and unmanaged switches. You know, nats, whatever. So you can, nat, you gotta do nat. Can't miss out nat. Latency, TCP and UDP, we can be more in depth than those as well, because we did mention them a few times. We should do a whole one on like encryption and like Encryp- ciphers yes. and stuff. Encryp- that would be that's coming. Encryption would be good. <gasps> Got a mad idea for that, but I wouldn't say it out loud because if we don't come through, no one can hold us to it. That's true. Or people can steal it as well, so don't keep that tight. Yeah. <sighs> Under lock. Keep it encrypted. <laughs> See right there. Listen. So this has been episode eight. www Eight rhymes of great. I eat grapes. Should we should we go for a quick rundown of what we covered today? Yeah, did a did a quick, 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 quick. 
We'll, we'll go each one. I'll, I'll take your ones. You take my ones. All right. Yeah. HTTP and HTTPS, hypertext, hypertext transfer protocol, and then obviously the secure SSL, secure socket layer, transport layer, TLS, um, and then the process of you go to a web page and what your browser does because it to the server and comes back with the process in. Wait, 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 wait. Are we actually going through it, through it? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just summarizing it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Real quick, like quick fire for it. So you do HTTP three, like there's three different standards. Three is now multiplexing even faster. Sure. Cool. Is it me now? Or is it still shoot, 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 HTTP three. HTTP one, the first, two, second, introduce multiplexing, and three introduces true multiplexing, and it's a lot faster than the other ones. And it's still being documented, built, as you said, brainstormed. So we're getting there. It's kind of there. It's going to be faster. It's going to be great. Can't wait. What's DNS, Lee? Domain name system. Uh, it's one main name system, usually run on the server. You go to something like anchor.fm intellectual, and it's what translates Not quickly. a very nice pretty name into an IP which it connects to. What's DHCP? DHCP configures and distributes IPs. Boom. Static IPs. VPN. VPN. Virtual private network can encrypt and tunnel your traffic to different locations Good. in the world, protecting your traffic and your IP and if you're doing something dodgy, I guess. What's an IP? It's an address for all your devices and it connects all together and it puts it in a DNS server and it's all good and dandy. What's the landman on Wanlui? Local area network, metropolitan area network, wide area network. Wide area network contains multiple mans, multiple mans. Each man contains multiple lands. Landman Wan. What is this? This is a podcast, intellectual by me and Louis. That's Manny and Louis. And what date? What what what, what episode is this, Louis? Episode eight. What's the what title? What's it called? www. Dub dub dub. What are we? A man's quackers. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, we bid you, you for listening. We, we bid you adieu and say ciao <laughs> until, until next, next time. time. Until episode nine. Peace. Have a good week. Stay safe. And yeah, thank you for listening. Bye.